Simply This Is She, and I want to thank you for joining us in this moment. We are connecting to fire and water because we're at that moment on planet Earth where in the northern hemisphere we're just about to enter into winter, and in the southern hemisphere they're about to enter into to summer, which there's this transference, this lead-up that has occurred between fall and spring, the yin and the yang. And during these seasons, this is our opportunity to connect a little bit deeper to the masculine and feminine within us and outside of us. So if you're in the northern hemisphere, you might be feeling cold and really craving connecting to that yang energy. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, you might be really hot and really uh, welcoming in that cooling energy of the yin. So this dance between fire and water, fire and ice as we get to uh, receive snow, the purification of the snow in the winter, is this beautiful moment that we can take a pause acknowledge that the shift is happening we've made this transition together collectively all across the planet and even along the equator where they hold more of the middle line keeping uh, with temperatures that are more constant and uh, tropical by nature and there's a purpose to that too so tonight in the segment of self love and whenever you might be listening to it is you can slowly start to connect to the seasons within where you live and how this relates back to self-love is a couple ways is one it allows you to establish a rhythm for yourself uh, energy flow within your own ecosystem not just annually as we take that solar transit but also in these lunar transits each month to really find that rhythm and trust that it does not have to be completely young and regimented exactly the same every day of the week and in addition uh, you can welcome in some of that yin energy that if you follow the moon cycles there's this beautiful ebb and flow similar to what you witness if you're at a shoreline of the ocean for a whole day you'll experience the high tide and the low tide and what happens during those transitions and this is what we go through collectively every month so as we enter this new moon that appears right near the winter where the sun is starting to shift back to brightness for the northern hemisphere and the darkness will slowly shift back to the southern hemisphere we can be reminded that we're always in this dance with one another and with this world system and the universe how this relates to that rhythm that you might connect to and how you might be able to find your rhythm will 
most definitely uh, create some empowerment and that's our fire energy our power energy that will allow you to flow effortlessly and certainly through life where you won't be doubting questioning wondering what you should do those are signs of an imbalance and you'll just be moving forward you won't have these pushbacks and if you do that's a beautiful time to stop pause and meditate be still with self find some repose and space with the yin energy within you to get clarity so what we're going to do is one uh, during this segment want to identify and help assist you identifying that flow between the masculine and the feminine and then in addition uh, to acknowledge where there might be imbalances between the masculine and feminine meaning that fire and water energy and how to potentially quite simply bring it into a balance Uh, that's oftentimes a better place to be is when you notice it and then how you bring it into balance before rather than letting yourself reach exhaustion which typically happens in the winter months people are too run down they push themselves too hard all year long and they need a break and this can happen in the summer summer colds too you get through these transitions and maybe you push a little too hard I don't you utilize enough of your feminine energy to assist you in finding the perfect flow that uh, you're a little worn out so if you are good time to take a little rest And then the next part uh, that we're going to acknowledge between the fire and the water is the ability to actually move beyond some of those uh, external things that we grasp towards that inhibit us from being in complete balance with our entire ecosystem. So we will look at self-grasping and how that can actually be fueling this push-pull between the fire and the water and if you're interested in moving beyond that uh, then we'll talk about a couple things that we can do to assist you in letting go of that grasping so before we dive in what I thought would be really nice in the honoring of the power of meditation and the power of breath work and this is one key ingredient that has been with me all of my life in one shape or form is meditation and repose and when we take that time to have that repose it does many things it allows our ecosystem to recharge reboot in addition uh, it allows our entire being just to get clarity feel clear balanced and if you're someone that's on the go all the time or your mind's on the go all the time you may feel you don't have space or time to sit still for a little while or you might be so driven that you don't want to take that space however I can speak from my own experience that when we take that little pause even if it means doing a little less uh, that something magical happens and whether it be your health return whether it means the opportunity that you've been waiting for arises magically versus pushing forward towards it creative inspiration comes and extra energy comes so this repose this dance between the fire and the water is that when you take that repose you have more energy to move forward so just let's start by doing a check-in right now how do you feel physically just check in with that body see does it been uh, 
um, giving a little shout out to you do you have anything going on any part of it if you do during this uh, repose time I would love if you would just bring in the breath to that location of the body so what you'll do is you'll inhale and feel yourself filling up that region of the body just imagining it and allowing the body to do the rest inhale and then exhale out releasing releasing any tension any disease anything that's going on in the body that's making you feel uncomfortable no matter where it exists just follow it and if it's a couple locations or your entire body utilize that breath then let's do the check-in with the mind how's the mind been have you been running old tapes have you been fixated on something obsessed about something uh, not being in your highest and best to yourself and others if that's the case and your body stuff welcome that breath into the body then welcome that breath up into the mind and we can all um, benefit from this and then exhale releasing the aches and pains in the body and then releasing the tapes that roll over and over in the mind and then let's just check in with our emotional center our heart and that's uh, an extension of our soul just checking in how's that spirit feeling are you feeling joyous are you feeling a little under the weather emotionally if so uh, with that breath as you inhale filling the body filling the mind fill the heart and as you exhale release any stagnation emotions that you don't want letting them go surrendering to self and as you inhale welcome in wellness with your mind body and spirit and welcome the harmony between all elements that exist in your ecosystem internally and externally so now that you've had this uh, quite long lead into our time uh, with surrendering it's important to really take some time to understand how we can assist ourselves so just remember feeding that breath with the body the mind and the heart and see what happens follow along just gently with that breath we're gonna listen to Shavasana which is surrender and this is a composition created by Suzanne Sterling if you've ever done yoga you can imagine yourself laying on the floor in Shavasana corpse pose fully surrendering and welcoming in regeneration as we quiet the mind quiet the heart quiet the body and when we return we'll dive a little bit deeper into fire and water
gently breathing in and out and welcoming yourself back to here and as we connect to the water and the fire and really why I chose to bring these in together is that this is a very climactic time of year the same as when we go through this shift again in summer and to acknowledge it as so and some people I guess are in opposition I haven't really spent a lot of time researching why uh, but this is uh, by just by the sheer act of the sun this is the shortest day of the year coming up and the longest day of the year coming up so there's something significant about that uh, as we are moving through space and is honored in many uh, indigenous cultures for many 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 thousands and thousands of years so I, I tend to want to honor that transition and be with it so as mentioned earlier the sitting and being in repose and creating space especially if you're entering into winter is a beautiful way to acknowledge the full presence of the feminine and the season and the season is also the end of a cycle uh, coming to the end of a cycle and at that end uh, in the Gregorian calendar we have it kind of right suddenly we have the new year however really the new year doesn't really begin till springtime uh, really <laughs> when this transfer and transition starts again and you see that being a little closer in proximity with the Chinese calendar Tibetan calendar and Thai calendar and I think Cambodian and Asia they're a little bit uh, deep in that based on the moon cycles so first I thought we'd look at the winter and the summer and acknowledge what's here so the winter is governed by the water element and this is in reflection of Chinese uh, medicine winter is the end of all seasons to unify with winter one emphasizes the yin principle to become more receptive introspective and storage oriented one cools the surface of the body and warms the body's core cold and darkness drive one to seek inner warmth it is a time to rest to meditate deeply refine the spiritual essence and store physical energy in the form of a little added weight for cold season even though the slow yin process predominated one must stay active enough to keep the spine and joints flexible the forces of winter cold in heaven and water on earth they create the kidney organ and the bones within the body the emotion fear and the ability makes a groaning sound and that's a quote from the inner classic and that passage I just read to you is from healing with whole foods Asian tr traditions and modern nutrition by Paul Pitchford uh, a book if you listen to my segments I'm always uh, celebrating so then if we counter that and look at the heart and that's the kidney uh, bones uh, are in bladder are part of the winter and then if we look at the heart which is the fire the yang the summer let's look at the juxtaposition of that summer to unify with summer a yang yang season excuse me the inner classic suggests we express the yang principle 
expansion, growth, lightness, outward activity, brightness, and creativity. The flowing suggestions for lifestyle and diet reflect this principle. Summer is a period of luxurious growth. To be in harmony with the atmosphere of summer, awaken early in the morning and reach to the sun for nourishment to flourish as the gardens do. Work, play, travel, be joyful, and grow into selfless service. The bounty of the outside world enters and enlivens us. So you can see these polarities that are occurring between the fire and the water and also the value of them if we were always in this yang moment uh, we wouldn't be able to sustain it we would what i um, like to refer to as entropy we would meet a heat death because we wouldn't have that yin there holding the repose welcoming us to look inward and to attend to our inner landscape as much as it is fun to engage with our outer landscape so this is a great baseline check-in is where do you tend to be are you always in that yang motion where you always want to be out in the world and engaging and then are you the opposite of that are you always in the inward world and not so keen on engaging in the outside world no matter where you are is perfect however if you feel you might be an imbalance then that's where you can welcome in the yang or the yin to assist you in balancing and sometimes it's really hard uh, to do that for example if you're very happy being in repose and so looking forward to hibernation this winter uh, but know that you need to embrace a little bit of that yang energy so that you don't get depressed or too stagnant uh, it might be hard to really embrace that yang energy and the same if you go 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 you might really resist sitting and being still so this is why that dance and welcoming these two elements into your everyday life and knowing that especially if you're in a cold location you welcome warmth warm food warm liquids you war welcome warm companion maybe holding you to keep your body temperature up so you see the value of that not too long ago i had a, a beautiful meditation uh, with uh, some friends of mine from the Amazon and it was so beautiful to see the value of the yang energy and the yin energy and how when we go into this coldness part of the year, the year how it's a beautiful time to celebrate that yang and how we need that fire not only internally but externally so to remember that especially if you get on your feminist soapbox that we need the yang inside and out and vice versa the yang needs the yin so that's our overarching um, now what I'd like to do is acknowledge where we might have imbalances so you can check in these imbalances don't just necessarily show up in the season they could be something that you're working on year-round and they could become more exasperated in these winter months for instance we're coming out of fall and this um, connects with the lungs and grief and so if you have asthma this can connect to that time of year and maybe exasperate it and doing that little extra care before you get there to the fall even the winter uh, can assist in you being a little bit stronger forte for that season so general symptoms now we're back in the the yin energy the water energy kidney imbalance 
general symptoms is all bone problems, especially those of the knees, lower back, and teeth, hearing loss and hearing infections and diseases, head hair problems, hair loss, split ends, premature grain, any urinary sexual reproductive imbalances, poor growth and development of the mind and body, premature aging, excessive fear and insecurity. This, these are clues, so if you had any of these, write them down. So this is a little gateway to let you know where some of your inner work is. Our physical ailments that occur in our body are just a calling card saying, hey, this is where you're affected in your physical temple, and let's go a little bit deeper and see where it's tied to uh, beyond just the physical reaction. So I'll read those again. General symptoms of kidney imbalance, all bone problems, especially those of the knees, lower back, and teeth, hearing loss and ear infections and disease, head hair problems, hair loss, split ends, premature grain, any urinary sexual or reproductive imbalances, poor growth and development of the mind and body, premature aging, excessive fear, and insecurity. So if any of those pop out to you, uh, write them down so you can maybe uh, meditate on them a little bit. So if we go to fire, and remember the fire affects our heart and mind, and uh, if we have that heart in harmony, it really assists with many things in throughout our whole body. And if that mind is in alignment, that's why in some Eastern philosophy, theological philosophy, that the heart and mind, if it's clear, you can be in well wellness. Now, someone might say, well, your heart and mind, you've adopted a meditative practice, you're, you feel you're pretty clear, you, you're aware when things rise up, but maybe you still have disease in your body this might be so and if you are of eastern philosophy or perspective you'll understand that sometimes we have uh, karma from past lives that appears in a physical form in this lifetime everyone does not like to hear that but sometimes we are working through karma and that's why if you can put your best foot forward in each lifetime that'll get easier and easier and these techniques can help bring more balance and regeneration if that's your destiny and it's okay because the wheel keeps turning we are in a world system that uh, has this life cycle has samsara and right now that's what we're doing so know that you get to keep moving and hopefully are inspired to do it uh, with joy love and peace and things as mentioned will get a lot easier so general symptoms of a heart-mind imbalance is scattered and confused mind, excessive or no laughter, a ruddy or very pale face, speech problems, stuttering, excessive verbiage, confused speech, depression, mental illness, loss of memory, poor circulation, weak spirit, aversion to heat. So this is where the heart and the mind are in balance. Now, I'll read those again and write them down if anything pops out at you so you can just check in and say what's going on and how can I support myself. Scattered and confused mind, excessive or no laughter, a ruddy or very pale face, speech problems, that includes stuttering, excessive verbiage, confused speech, depression, mental illness, loss of memory, poor circulation, weak spirit, aversion to heat. So write those down and see what appears for you 
uh, again, you know, in this day and age when we have technology at our fingertips, a lot of people self-diagnose. Uh, so I encourage you to sit with it and notice what, and be honest with yourself, what's going on with your physical body, your mental and emotional. Be with it for a while. If you've been diagnosed with a heart problem or a kidney problem or a mental illness, then you have a benchmark to know, wow, okay, I have this going on and this is how I'm going to address it. You can create your way of living around that. Nourish yourself through nutrition. Nourish your health uh, uh, through mental care. Nourish yourself through physical activity, meditation, and your life can feel very, very full and rich and you don't have to look at whatever might be out of balance as uh, a negative. You can just use it as an opportunity to expand, grow, and heal. So acknowledging the imbalance is really important and then that can start to lead you down a path of healing and transformation because as I mentioned, those are just little doorways. You're just opening the door and saying, wow, there's something going on here and what is below it. Now, I really encourage in the spirit of healthy mind and heart is if you're having observations, if you notice something on someone, uh, being that I can often hear people's telepathic thoughts, that don't pigeonhole them into what you believe to be true because it's a little obtrusive. For instance, I have a couple of lumps on my arms and actually in different places on my body, but they're fatty deposits. But I cannot tell you how many people are projecting cancer tumor on my arm or anywhere else on my body that they see it. Um, that's a lot to take on, you know, and a lot for you to diagnose of someone. So be really mindful of what uh, you're witnessing, what you're observing, what you're thinking, because those are feedback loops that come back to us. Um, I think I had a beautiful woman, a nurse, she was looking at him, and I knew what she was going on in her mind, and, and then she said so beautifully, oh, that's just you, that's how you are, and I said, absolutely, that's how I am. So remember, one way that we can help with clearing our mind is clearing our, our thoughts and our perceptions of other people. And if you notice that that thought is coming in, that's when a mantra is a beautiful thing to use. A mantra is a word. Uh, if you go back to Vedic texts, there are some beautiful mantras, even in uh, some Tibetan Buddhism, Taoism, there's mantras that are used to actually nullify the the thought and bring on uh, something that's more beneficial to you and possibly the person you're thinking about. So being that you have this opportunity to look at both the, the yin and the yang, what I'd love for you to do in this moment is just to sit for a moment and say, okay, where do I notice that I'm a little depleted? Overarching, I gave you some ideas about what um, might be out of balance but if you can think for a moment and say wow uh, what is out of balance is it more my yin my yang or equally are both out of balance and then notice wherever you are in the planet earth where you might be if you're entering winter and your yin is depleted then this is really important you take time to be in repose and to re regenerate and if you tend to be fiery where your yang is a little bit imbalanced um, in Ayurveda we call that a pitta imbalance that you actually reserve your energy for this time of year knowing that you might exhaust yourself in the spring and summer months or typically on a daily basis to also bring in the yin to bring that fire down 
if your fire is a little low um, and you're going into winter it's going to be really important that you get some movement some extra movement to keep that heat and internal heat going making sure that you're eating warm meals versus cold if you know this is a place where you need to potentially work on especially if you've had some depression that can be from the yang but the yang heat can help that depression lift um, it also can be an aspect of a kapha imbalance which is a, a a dosha associated with ayurveda not to confuse everyone but uh, those are three overarching that connect to these five elements also so ask yourself where the imbalance is and what are you grasping so if it's a heart mind are you emotionally grasping at something are you mentally grasping at something and are you having trouble letting it go and then uh, if it's more feminine and you're having trouble uh, with your vitality and your source of energy and wanting to rebuild that, that then this is a time to really look at where you've depleted your vitality and this might have occurred a couple ways it might occurred from excessive stress fear insecurity overworking too much uh, for men semen loss uh, greatly reduces your vitality particularly when it occurs in old age women bearing too many children especially without rebuilding soon after each birth too many means more than their particular constitution can helpfully support remembering if you've had a child in less than two years of one birth that you're going to be depleted that it takes the body about two years to rebuild after each birth and even if you uh, had a baby and then got pregnant and lost the baby you still have um, not regenerated properly and to take some time and to note that even if it's been a long while to say okay you know I'm gonna work on regenerating some of my vitality toxins in food and water, um, intoxicants such as alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, coffee, tobacco, heavy metals such as mercury, lead, aluminum usually found in cookware, excessive sweet flavored food, and too much dietary protein are all ways to reduce your vitality. Um, so we all need more vitality. I think we can look around at our world at large and know that everyone could benefit from a little extra energy so how we can find that energy is one to start uh, nourishing ourselves with healthy whole foods and to take some time to uh, nourish the liver and kidneys to build this vitality so if your liver has stagnation which you can address in the spring but you could start to address it now and your kidneys this will affect your overall health so uh, there's different ways for you to renew create uh, ability to regenerate through diet it takes some discipline and some research so if you have questions about that uh, please feel free to email me at suzannetoro at gmail.com be quite intensive for us to figure it all out right now um, as I'm giving you a lot of information so we look at increasing our vitality in the winter so as I mentioned if you tend to run cold anyways and you're going into the winter months 
exercise is going to be important if you're in a location uh, where outdoors is a little too cold you can pick up snowshoeing cross-country skiing uh, or regular skiing snowboarding anything that can build that heat on a daily basis or find a local pool that's maybe indoors and heated great form of exercise water in the winter uh, in addition you could always go to a gym or yoga class this again can build that heat it's going to be really important that you acknowledge this on a daily basis and to feed the body some nourishment oils this is, tends to be when we dry out similar to summer so to nourish that body and make some warm oil give yourself a little abhyanga self body massage and nourish your skin so it doesn't get too dried out largest organ of your body if that mind is suffering um, and you want to calm it and focus it this is a great opportunity for you to bring in as I mentioned meditation bring in that yin energy so if you know you tend to run on the hot side use winter as your hibernation time time to really get quiet focus some foods that I'll mention here that can assist in that are uh, grains such as whole wheat brown rice and oats uh, gently um, but profoundly calm the mind so winter great time to bring in some warm oats in the morning and uh, maybe with some roasted fruit and see how that helps mushrooms they have these fungi in many forms have cerebral effects and are used widely in Chinese medicine especially uh, there are some tonics that directly nurture the heart, soothe the spirit, and calm the mind. Silicone foods, as long as you don't have an allergy, is barley, gruel, or tea, um, cucumber, celery, lettuce, celery and lettuce. So cucumber might be hard to find if you're in the northern hemisphere, but not in some of the more southern states. Celery is easy to find this time of year. Um, the silicone foods improve calcium metabolism and strengthen the nerve and heart tissue. Fruit is mulberries, lemons, calm the mind. A beautiful uh, way to start the day is a little lemon honey. Hot water, you can put some cayenne in there to get your system going, but not too much if you run too hot. And some cardamom, great way to start the day. Um, then there are spices such as dill and basil again this is more summer uh, but you can also find them in a dried uh, section and chamomile calms the mind valerian these are things gaba tea and if you can find good quality uh, goat's milk or organic cow's milk this can also nourish the spirit and the heart and also ghee clarified butter this is a great way if you take a little bit of milk uh, before you go to bed warm before your bed it calms the system it's not by accident that these calming effects are similar to what happens to a baby when it gets to drink mama's milk before it goes to bed so what I'd like to do um, since I've given you a lot of information about the fire and the water is that a lot of it's very intuitive and to know that we're in this dance and uh, especially in the northern hemisphere as we're in winter we're still in this excitement of the holiday season and then if you're in the southern hemisphere you might be getting ready for vacations and have it coupled with holiday season because it seems to be celebrated worldwide 
so to just be really mindful of where you're at and what you need what we're going to do is we're going to listen completely to that song okay go uh the great fire an opportunity for you to completely check in where you're at and then what we'll do when we come back we'll close out the segment with just a brief recap and then uh, practice uh, for you all to bring in certain things to calm the mind to nourish the yin and nourish the heart energy the kidney the bladder and from there then you can start to test it out and see what works for you so just sit back connect with okay go the great fire
back from OK Go, the great fire. Uh, they're a very magical, inspiring group. <laughs> if you get a chance to Google their videos, I think they will bring some joy to your heart. Uh, they do bring that to mind. So to wrap up all this information that I've given to you about uh, the seasons we're in, fire and water, and how to connect to what's going on for ourselves. So hopefully during that segment, you were able to acknowledge I tend to run more with my masculine energy, more with my fire, and not as much with my yin, and how are there ways in my everyday life that I can cultivate a little bit more repose, and understanding and acknowledging if you're one of those go-getters and out there, go, 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 it's harder to find time to pause and just be still. Uh, It's just not natural at first. But if you do do it over and over again, your body will crave it and so it won't feel as foreign. And then in addition, if you tend to be a little bit more sedentary, especially if you're entering that winter months, really welcome connecting with the yang energy. And this might be a great lead up for you to uh, really harmonize with spring and summer this year if you know that you're a little bit more depleted and you could really handle increasing your vitality. So it's not by accident. I love how especially Chinese medicine works that you know the season of water and is the season of uh, metaphorical death and sometimes literal death in the winter because the trees are barren, things are frozen, uh, especially in colder climates. So you have this energy field that's held. So when we talk about vitality and how to bring that in and what those practices are, in especially in the colder regions of the world, is that there's a couple simple things you can do this time of year all the way through the winter that help keep you in balance. And especially if you might be into your winter season of your life cycle, that if you're a little bit older, these are mindful things to bring in to assist in your harmony uh, through everyday living. So some dietary suggestions for vitality in the elderly is one to avoid overeating or late at night in uh, Ayurveda and um, Chinese medicine it's recommended you eat earlier around six o'clock. Again this is because in the evening this is when all your organs are doing their cleanse, their purge, especially that liver uh, regeneration. So Also, um, when you don't eat late at night, also avoid sudden extreme diet changes. Gradual change is tolerated best. And this is something to remember. What do people do typically? Winter starts the end of December. January 1 on the Gregorian count, people are on an extreme diet cleanse situation. Do it easy. Lifelong changes happen bit by bit. They don't happen through extreme cleanses. If you are going through some extreme dis-ease and you have the assistance of a team to help you with that, fantastic. But be mindful. Uh, You don't want to feel like you just put the pedal to the floor of the car board or the car (laughs) in the car, pedal to the metal, and all of a sudden your vitality is gone because you took it through this extreme uh, roller coaster ride foods that you're eating this time of year should be easy to digest. Avoid weakening foods and restricting cooling foods. Examples of weakening foods are refined sugars, ding ding ding, intoxicants such as coffee, alcohol, too much salt, and highly processed foods. 
examples of cooling foods are most raw vegetables, fruits, juices, raw food, and fruit can be used to a greater extent uh, if there are heat in excess. Again, cooling, so if you're on the other side of the globe, you might want to eat some raw salads because it is a warmer time of year. Uh, in addition, a high protein diet or heavy meats weakens the bones in an older person, so cut back there. Organic minerals are the most fundamental nutrients uh, for you, and this can assist in bringing that into the cellular structure of the adult whales is virtually identical to that of newborn whale. So bringing in some algae can help rebuild your system. And uh, just to be easy with yourself, so the little bit of repose, sitting and meditating is a beautiful practice so you can bring in that reduction of sweets uh, intoxicants being still easy to digest foods into this time of year I know it's the opposite of what happens at most holiday parties but be selective there's usually a few things that balance all of those indulgences and remember moderation is key so if you want to have a little nibble on a couple things at a gathering um, just do it mindfully eat less Uh, use your hand as a guide as to how much maybe your stomach can handle for those that um, are wanting to calm their fire take a little extra time to meditate be inward contemplative really reserving your resources for uh, the next so what we're going to do right now is we're going to exit out with a little bit of Riley Etheridge Pilgrim's Dream and as you listen to the segment just do that final check-in where do I want to bring in balance do I want to nourish my yin do I want to nourish my yang energy or both and how am I going to do that depending on where you are on planet earth right now and have fun with it. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me at SuzanneToro at gmail.com. And please feel free to click on the link below uh, to audible.com or type it in. Uh, They have free titles for you to check out books that you do not have to read, but you can listen to. That's a great way to balance your yin energy to practice listening. So until next time, this is she signing out with a big smile, some bright eyes, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Shadows long against the wall, wish that I was ten feet tall for you. As we close another day, I think of all the many ways we fall. In the not-so-distant past, men were true and built to last through all. Now as boats arriving at the dark, hopeful pilgrims held in stock and all. For that promise of a better day, the hard times to come our way will not dissuade us from the call. Pilgrim's dreams are so Pilgrim's dreams are so Pilgrim's dreams are so Strong
All the years of sacrifice, prisons of our own device, it seems. Well, the walls will crumble down when we, the power of enduring dreams. As we take another chance, face the newfound circumstance in all. Will the leap of faith that brings us here hold us through the many tears to fall? For that promise of a better day, the hard times to come our way will not dissuade us from the call. Pilgrim's dreams are so Pilgrim's dreams are so Pilgrim's dreams are so Strong Pilgrim's dreams are so Strong